Are you living with purpose, passion, and making a difference in your life's journey? Well, you've come to the right place. The X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. Great day to you all. Welcome to the X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. I am your host, Ruggiero Fratacangeli, and also known as the G-Man here. And today's guest is extraordinary, extraordinary, because this gentleman here, a friend of mine from many, many years from the Bronx, New York, like I am, and proud to say that because years ago, you know, I came off that boat, as you guys know from my history, but this guy here has been making a difference in the world. He is sharing his experience from music to hair fashion to singing, producing, and writing, and and I guess, uh, as I understand from this interview, he's also soon to publish a book. And he's also an author of a new jingle that I'm gonna, he's going to talk about today. But without further ado, you know, this guest for me is true a special person, and I want the world and the audience to listen to this, sir. So without further ado, please welcome the one and only, my friend, your friend, Nick Trimbetta. Good morning, Nick. Hey, Roger. Oh, my God, that introduction. <laughs> I never I never knew I filled in all those spaces, you know. And you notice that you call me Roger because we're from the neighborhood, right, Roger? Ah, I'm not supposed to do that. You're the G-man. I'm the G-man. The G stands for great. That's so right. So I'm going to back wine on this whole thing. Good morning, G-man. Oh, good morning, good afternoon. Where are you are out there, it's somewhere morning, it's afternoon and evening. So, Nick, I, I thank you very much for taking the time to uh, be on my podcast radio show because, uh, truly, I know you're busy, you're doing many things here. We're in 2018 right now, and great things are happening. And I got to say to all the audience, you can't see this, but I walked into his home. We're doing a lot of live recording, and he's wearing shorts. He's wearing a T-shirt, and outside, Nick, what temperature is outside? I don't know. It's about uh, 5, 10 degrees. You know, got it? My wife is the uh, weather person in this family. <laughs> I love it. And his wife is here present, too, at the uh, at the home here. Lovely Janine. Janine, welcome, Janine. Janine. Nick, you know, <laughs> the audience wants to hear uh, about uh, uh, inspirational stories, journeys of people that have accomplished things. But we always hear stories about people, the end results, you know, already accomplishing the things. But the fact that is a whole step to step of a journey. And people want to see that, want to hear about that, because we come from humble beginnings, myself also, and yourself, and the audience wants to hear this. So, so Nick, first of all, again, I want to thank you very much for taking your time, and uh, I'd love to uh, ask you the first question for our interview today. Nick, what makes Nick Trimbetta? What motivates you? Roger, that's an easy question. Being alive. Being alive. Being can you, alive. Can you elaborate a little bit, Nick? Yeah, being alive, because uh, being alive is the truly the uh, greatest gift that we possess, and many of us take it for granted. The journey is short, but it can be quite long if bad decisions are made. So mm-hmm. while we are alive, and while we figure out just exactly where we belong in the path of our own journey and our own lives, making the right decisions are key. But being alive means I have a job to do. I was brought here to do something. And I don't mean just going to work and uh, having a family and having a dog and so on and so forth. I mean for myself, leaving something that says I was here. Awesome. Nick, and I know that the story is you came to this country, the United States of America, at young age, about 10 years old. I know you and your family came here. And there's some trials and tribulations that you've gone to. Can you share to the audience uh, just a little bit as far as because these little stories made you who you are today? Well, it's um, it's 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 a it's a lot to put into uh, you know just just a short brief summary. But 
You know, I was 10 years old when my father brought us to America, uh, just as your parents did. Mm-hmm. And uh, we immediately were brought into the idea of the American way of life, which right. was work. We were told we're coming here, we're going to work, we're going to work, we're going to get a job, we're going to make money. Some of us, as we uh, proceeded forward on this journey, we figured out that there was a lot more than just work. Uh, we, were, we were predestined and predisposed to ideas that brought us to where we are today. And it shaped us and it made us who we are today. So uh, along the way, that old mantra that we were brought up with as the nine to five job, uh, five days a week <laughs> yep. thing, uh, that did not exist for me. I, I didn't know how many hours a day I should work until I called it quits. And for certain, uh, I think that I have an eight day week awesome. work. Yeah. You know, the key word, Nick, you said work. You know, again, uh, without work, without sacrifice, you can't accomplish things we need to accomplish. So, you know, I know you have passion. And I know throughout the years of uh, you being in music and, and doing many things also, I want the audience to hear about your story. I don't want to tell your story. But, uh, you know, you have a career now and you're making a difference and your hard work and you're fulfilling here. So uh, what's your purpose? What would you say your purpose would be? My purpose in this life, first of all, is to, at this point in my life, uh, most definitely to take care of my family, my wife and my daughter. That is key. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I, I drown in a thought when I see children who are on this planet and someone put them here and forgot to do their job. Mm-hmm. My purpose is to see my daughter through, is to see the happiness of my wife. So uh, my purpose for myself is to make sure that I touch someone's life. I, I touch somebody's heart. I bring them to the next level. I make them who they want to be because they saw that I wanted to continue the journey of being who I am. Uh, it's, it's often difficult because uh, quite often, I guess, our good advice falls short on the ears of those who should listen. I totally agree with you, Nick. You know, and uh, great, great response there. I, I love the fact that passion, the burning, burning inside in the heart and soul of what you are and what you're all about. And I, I want the audience to know a little bit more about the, uh, the attribution to your success. I know that you're also a musician. Can you share with us some of your, uh, just briefly, uh, your, your, your journey in music? Because I know you're an awesome, awesome uh, pianist, uh, organist in bands for many years, but that's just one of many things that you do. Can you share with us a little bit about that? You asked a question and you said, what do I uh, attribute my success to? Sure. I'm going to give you an answer. Uh, we want to hear an answer. <laughs> the cockroach. <laughs> the cockroach, okay. The cockroach is the attribution to my success when we first came to america this is funny now yeah okay. well, no, i mean i, I know i i think at least i think that uh, you could probably identify with this when we came to america and we first moved to the bronx uh we we uh, moved to the belmont section a, a wonderful neighborhood at the time and particularly there was nothing else but uh, tenement buildings uh-huh. and yep. these tenement buildings were quite old and you had quite a few families living in a, a four-story five-story walk-up um I come from a small city in Italy. I never met the cockroach personally in my life. Uh, it was a pleasure <laughs> when I first met the cockroach. Uh, within the first few days uh, being in America, I got up in the middle of the night and I decided to go for a glass of water. Uh, upon doing so, I had to open the lights. I was uh, yeah, uncharted territory. This was a new apartment. You were a child. Yeah. And so I turned down the lights and, uh, you know, hold and behold, there were the cockroaches all over the place. I screamed out and... Uh, I just didn't know what was going on, why we had all these little critters uh, all running about. And my parents obviously came out and ensued the 
conversation of the cockroach, my father telling me, well, you know, these are all buildings and they're all over the place. I remember thinking as a little boy, I don't want the cockroach in my life. Mm. I want it in my heart, though, because it has driven me to understand where I started and where I went. And so immediately I was taken over by a thought, someday mm-hmm. I'm going to live in a house and there are going to be no cockroaches running around. No, sir. No bugs, nothing. I, I tell you, those critters, uh, I could understand some uh, myself also as well, living in a tenant building. And that, that was that was reality for us, Nick. You, yeah, you know? it was. But it, it drives us also to, uh, to move forward to achieve what we envision. Again, vi- visualization to think beyond what our reality, what we have right now. So, Nick, uh, thanks for sharing with that story. Yeah, again, and you, you asked about the music. So, yeah, obviously... Yeah. As a child, a young child growing up in Italy, music was an important thing in my life. I was born with it. I don't believe the musicians or singers are made. I believe God, you know, touches everybody on the head and gives them something. Amen. So in my case, uh, music was my thing. I began singing very early on as a little boy in Italy. Uh, I remember singing in an open field. There was a mound, and I would stand on that mound and sing out to the birds, hoping somebody (laughs) would listen. Uh, people did listen. Some of my neighbors sure. would, would say to my mom, hey, bring him out, you know, bring little Nicola out and yeah. uh-huh. have him sing for us. I carry that with me. I came to America and immediately my father uh, brought that forth. And sure. uh, I started piano lessons immediately. I was 10 years old. By and the way, great man, your father. I know him also. Thank you. Thank you, Roger. As is your dad, too. Yeah, we, thank you. Because we, we truly are a little <laughs> bit more than just friends, man. We're, <laughs> we're brothers. Shit That's journey. how the music started okay. at 10 years old. I took lessons, piano, voice, and and blew it up from there. Awesome. Well, Nick, I appreciate that uh, sharing that story there, and it continues on. I know that uh, we share the stage uh, for a couple of handful of years also we as did. well. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. So let's move on now. And uh, our family is key because I also want to share to the audience that, as you all know, the X factors to success have five key Fs in this cycle of Fs. And uh, I want to share with Nick, to you, because the music is part of my whole methodology of faith. It's one of the F, belief system. Family and friends, right? That's the second. The third is fitness, F as in fitness. The fourth is finance. And the fifth is fun. And you're touching base a very critical part where family and friends are, are, are key to uh, extinguish, not extinguish, but uh, elevate the uh, the fire inside to really achieve the goals. So, so, so Nick, um, share with us also some satisfying moments in your life's journey uh, in the, after the music thing here. Well, um if I, if I could add to what you just said, you're, you're talking about the five key elements uh, for, for starting a successful business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, all the things you just said are things that I assimilate to. But I did have uh, my own pointers, which I, I grew up with and I, I went with. And uh, the first one was believing, having a belief system. Tell us so, more about belief. Well, belief, belief says uh, you have the power to go forward. And because the X factors. Uh, uh, out there are, are asking themselves, how can I make this happen for myself? I will share with you uh, the five key elements that made it happen for me. Please do. The first one was believing. Second was mapping. Actually creating a map uh, of where I am, where I need to go, and how do I get there. My third was execution. It's not enough to talk about it. You need to do something about mm-hmm. it. Take action. Yeah. yeah. People talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And, t- and time keeps going. Before you know it, it's last year, it's this year, it's two years ago, three years ago. Believe. Map it out. Execute. Four is restructure your execution. 
when you first execute your plan, you, you find all the things that work and do not work mm. for you. And in time, uh, in, in business especially, and okay. I, I gave myself, anytime I did any type of business was three years. The first year was creating a business. Second year was figuring out what worked or what didn't work. Okay. And in my third year, I would figure, I need to collect. If you're not collecting in three years, brother, you you got you to gotta remap, <laughs> You're doing something well there. Right? I see that, that your business is thriving. So, Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the construction part is number four. Mm-hmm. And last, number five, yep. reward, man. I mean, we're not doing this just for, uh, you know, for, for, for okay. just giggling and okay. stuff. Yeah. There needs to be a reward. You need to say to yourself, hey, you did great. You can do this now. You can do that now. Go ahead. Nick, Mark. I associate that with finance because it's Yeah, the I was going to say that. Right? Yeah. So it's faith, family and friends, fitness and finance and fun. So that's part of that whole yeah. uh, structure, that, that, that foundation that you say there. So, um, so reward. And Nick... I know you have lots of rewards in your life's journey <laughs> and the fact that uh, they're very satisfying, but they're also mistakes. Now, I hate to use the word mistakes or failures, or they were challenges. So can you share with us a biggest mistake or challenge you have made that got you into this journey now? My biggest mistake to this day, G-Man. Yeah, ooh, now you're calling me G-Man, Roger. Well, hey, folks. The, the biggest mistake is not having tried. Ooh. That is my biggest mistake. Uh, the biggest mistake is having listened to people that never did try and told me that it wouldn't work. Don't listen to naysayers. I was just about to say that, naysayers, yeah. because we are influenced by those people around us, so yeah. you can't do that, Nick. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah, Right. And, and those are usually, if you really look at those people, the ones that say don't, they're not doing anything or have not done anything. So to me... Uh, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Uh, as we said just before you and I, we were talking about mistakes, and mistakes are just opportunity to learn something new and to to reconstruct, as I said before, in the number four key yeah, element. I, I like that. Believe, mapping, execution, restructuring, and reward, and folks. Reward. Did you hear that? Take notes out there, folks. Yeah. Take the notes because Nick is giving us some some uh, bombers here. Good, good insight mm-hmm. here as well. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. So, Nick... Um, uh, you just shared with me that you're just a, a new accomplishment by being a director, uh, yeah. fashion. Because first of all, before you do that, you're in the beauty business. Yes, I and am. And you're making people beautiful, <laughs> even individuals who are not so well. But you create this this experience. And I know that uh, your brand that you have there is Salon Maffei, and then you give us more more insight. But the fact that I heard you share stories with me in the past. You had people who were maybe ending their life, but you brought some light and some joy and some love in their journey here on earth. Can you give us a little more insight regarding what you do? Because you have a wonderful staff. They're dedicated. They're passionate. But you're like the orchestrator. You know, you, you're the maestro, per se, about your salon. It's not just a regular salon. It's a definite experience. Can you please elaborate? Well, the, the truth be told, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a hairstylist, and I'm a, I, I'd like to believe I'm a well-known you're an hair, entrepreneur. hair colorist yeah, and an entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that the beauty business goes beyond just looking good externally. I think that when people feel good internally and you make them find their external to be the best it can be because we're it. all beautiful on the outside. That is important. Um, I don't equate beauty uh, with just the visions of the people we see on TV. I equate beauty that begins from the inside. You should be able to see beauty with your eyes closed. Oh, 
That's powerful. Right? Wow. Yeah, you should be able to see beauty. And, and how? How do you do that? By listening. By the message that these people bring out. Being a hairstylist has taught me humility above all. Having to listen to other stories of other people who are trying to become X-factors. People who are trying to make a difference and don't know how. And, you know, it was just a... a a profession that sort of fell on my lap. You mm -hmm. talked about music before. I was right. in a band. Right. I was uh, 20 years old, and I was uh, rehearsing in a beauty parlor. Oh, wow. I yeah, know. and I was, at that time, I was going to Fordham University, so um, I wasn't sure. I had so many things in mind, but I, f I, 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 I dropped out of school, uh, you know, to, to the displeasure of my father, as you can imagine, <laughs> and I, I went to beauty school. Uh, because I was in this beauty parlor. It was taking me in. I was watching these guys working on people and the conversations and the camaraderie and the fellowship and the, the family shit. Sure. And I thought to myself, wow, this is a good gig, man. You know, yeah. you're, you're making people feel good. You're talking to them. Sure. And, and before you know it, uh, I, I went into that field. Um, but today it has evolved for me because as you mentioned before, uh, you talked about you know what it is that I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the past 25 years, I've been traveling, uh, both been. nationally and internationally, as a, as a hair salon, uh, hair colorist uh, expert, whatever you want to yeah, You are an expert in. there, Nick. No matter, I mean, I say on magazines, you're a top Westchester County you. entrepreneur thank, thank as well. Thank you so much, yeah. And I just recently, as you know, came back from Milan. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah, and I, was I love Milan, by the way. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> city, man. And I came back, uh, you know, uh, refurbished. It was like an apartment that had all this beautiful furniture, and yet <laughs> I got refurbished, and I, I got new religion. Um, and, and you know, funny thing, instead of bringing me further up yeah. within me, it, it brought me... Grounded you. Grounded. Oh. It, I, it's like I started back to where I was, and I said to myself, okay, this is good. Right. Now I need to make it better. I need the journey again, to be more fulfilled. Yeah, again, well, I think it's wisdom. Yeah. That's totally with wisdom. The more you travel outside of your normal area, and you're yeah. doing your thing now... Uh, you had mentioned, please share the audience. Now you are direct, an artistic director. Tell us more about that. Where, you know, how? I've been working for uh, the past 25 years. I started out as a regional educator, then became a national, and then started traveling to North America. And, uh, you know, I've been with this company called Italy Hair Fashion, which is located in Milan, Italy. Uh, a wonderful company that is owned by a family, and that's what I love about it. I love the fact that it, you you can touch where it where it is. You know, it's uh, it's not like something that's on a stock market where you don't know who's who. Yeah, it's tangible. You, you actually know who they are. This is uh, one of the largest hair color manufacturing. They also uh, make uh, all kinds of hair products, of course. But um, I've I've been working for them uh, for a quarter of a century, and this wow. year I was promoted to artistic hair director for the United States. Congratulations, means, Nick! You. Wow, which means I'll be doing some more travel, and um, hopefully the people back home here in New York and White Plains will uh, stay grounded <laughs> while I'm gone. <laughs> I'm sure with your leadership uh, attributes, your uh, your team there continues on delivering the experience for all those customers and clients that you're serving there in the market there, Nick. So Nick, congratulations on, on this new artistic uh, uh, director as of here, January 2018. That's awesome. So Nick, let's. Do, I'm going to shift the tables a little bit here because you know people from the outside might think, oh, look at Nick. He's done this, done that, successful, traveling around the world, whatnot. What are you most grateful for in life? Oh, my God. I am. Uh, <clears throat> what am I most grateful for? Roger, I am most grateful for my mother and father deciding to have children, and I was the recipient of that gift. You know. Wow. 
mama and papa. Yeah. That's the foundation of who we are, what we are, yeah. right? I'm, I'm grateful for having been born in this life to two incredible parents. Beautiful. And uh, you have a beautiful daughter and you have a beautiful wife that uh, supports you. Yes. And in every way, different way, which way you can. So I know people say you, you're lucky. Nick, you're lucky. You know, do you think people are just lucky in success? Oh, my God, Roger. You know, I, I guess to some degree, um, uh, luck um, can can play something in their life. But the, the truth is, um, yeah, we can, uh, we can say that being at the right place at the right time is a matter of luck, maybe. But what you do with that is really not about luck. Luck is winning the lottery. Luck is not about choices. Choices is not a question of luck. Mm-hmm. Choices are uh, self-serving. It's decisions that we make. So luck, I, I think that there's something called luck in this life. I'm, I'm lucky to have met my wife. I'm lucky to have you as a friend. Yep. Um, I'm lucky to be uh, able to go out to dinner and with, with family and friends and to be able to share. Uh, but all those things really are more than just luck. They were decisions. So That's a key word, uh, decision. But when you decide you're taking action, and going back to your five elements that you shared with us earlier, uh, believe, mapping, execution, restructuring, and reward. And that all is part of the foundation. Absolutely. Part, part of the ingredients yeah. here, Nick. I like sure. that. And I think I'm going to probably use that too as well in my next uh, seminars and uh, workshops, Nick. I, I tip <laughs> my hat to you even though I'm not wearing one. Nick. There's three more role models. I know in my life I have three more models. Um, can you share with us three more models? I know your dad is a big role model in your life, but are there uh, any outside role models that you want to share with, with our audience today? Well, yeah, there are, and I will tell you when I when when I thought about that question, um, I thought about that role models are uh, situated into two different categories for me. Okay. One obviously was family. So if I was to talk about role models, then I would say my mother, my father, and I'm going to incorporate my in-laws into the third together. Okay. So those were my, my role models. Those were the key elements of the people who helped me on my success by uh, uh, giving me guidelines, giving me rules. Rules are important. These kids are losing rules. Here oh, I tell you, that's part of your the whole mapping. Yeah, you know? it is part of the mapping. Mm-hmm. So guidelines, rules. Uh, by allowing me to see what I could be better than I was uh, when my mother-in-law said, how come you don't have your own business? You know, and uh, so these these were the key elements in my life. I was standing, still having a good time, yeah. but I was standing still. And uh, so th- my role models were definitely per- of a parental nature, both uh, for my own parents and my my acquired parents. Ah, beautiful, so, I love it. But then there are professional role models. Such as? My professional role model was a gentleman named Vidal Sassoon. Oh. And I had an opportunity to work for Mr. Sassoon. So the, hold on one second. Our audience may not know Vidal Sassoon or Sassoon because it's a brand that uh, takes back some years back. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started in the 60s, became a hit by the 70s. And by the time I joined this co- corporation in the 80s, he was a giant in the industry. And uh, the Vidal Sassoon Salon in New York City was located on Fifth Avenue in the, uh, between 59 and 58. In New York City. I had an opportunity to work there as a, an assistant. He didn't actually at that point work behind the chair. But he would come to the salon and check on things. And, uh, you know, naturally, uh, he was a gentleman from London. So he would travel to the key salons located in the world, New York being one of them, and would just come in and check on us. 
And I'll briefly tell you a story. I had an opportunity to meet him when I was a head assistant, a 24 assistant, if you could imagine. Wow. This place was huge. Big organization. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the salon had a staff of, I, I believe, close to 70 people. And um, I remember I was asked to go into his office. And uh, the office was... Hold on one second. Yeah. How did you feel about that when he asked you to come to the office? Well, as a musician, it was like being called into the room by Billy Joel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Love it. So I was asked to... Uh, you know, I was told, hey, Vidal needs to see you in the office. I'm like, me? Why? You know, this is Vidal's house. So. The, the pink slip. No, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I went into his office. It was a very small room. Uh, we were located in what was at the time called the, the GM Plaza. It was a huge building in New York. I went into his office and he sat there behind a small desk and it was idle chit chat. How you doing? How's everything? You know, in that beautiful British accent. And here was this little Bronx boy and I'm standing in front of Vidal Sassoon. And I, I, I didn't know what I could say. I wanted to impress upon him. I wanted to hear something. Mm -hmm. I answered the questions. It was a brief conversation. took maybe a minute. And uh, everything okay? Everything all right? Everything's great? Okay, Vidal. Bye, Vidal. And as I found myself walking out of this small room, incredibly small, a light went on in my head and the voice said, hey, that's Vidal Sassoon. Mm. Ask him something. Man. Wow. Walk away from this with something. I just turned around and my mouth went before my brain and I said, can I ask you something, sir? And he said, sure. And I said, well, how was it? How did you become Vidal Sassoon? Right. This was a giant in our industry. Uh, for sure. those listeners out there who are not familiar with Vidal Sassoon, uh, I urge you to look him up. He is the reason why the, the industry shifted in the 80s or the 70s yeah. and prior mm -hmm. to that. So he just looked at me and quickly said, you know, he said, um, we can teach people to be technical, he said. Well, that is something we can do. However, Vidal Sassoon hairdressers are born, they're not made. Wow. Which is the same thing we say about musicians. He said, but out of all the things I could pass on to you and the secret to my success, I will say to you one thing. Be nice. Be nice. Be Simple nice. as that, right? And I looked at him and I said, okay, thank you. And I walked out of the room and I said, Jesus, I needed to talk to this guy. I feel like I was talking to my mother. <laughs> but I've carried that throughout my life. And I think that being nice is a key element to being successful. It draws people to you. Appreciate that, yep. Mm -hmm. it draw, and, and, and this program is about, you know, uh, how to draw success to you. Correct. This world needs more people to be nice. I think that if you're nice, People are drawn to you. And, uh, th and then you can deliver your message. Nick, you are speaking the words of wisdom here. I love it. Being simplicity, folks. Yeah, being nice and being be, being at the, in a room where uh, he's just a, a top-notch uh, executive and entrepreneur, and you walk into the room and say, you know what? And you, and you took courage. You took action. And that was all about it's in your heart because you wanted to really grow wings, right, and really expand. Uh, Roger, I was 22 years old. That's I'm, right. I'm, I'm well in my 50s. Uh, this year I hit 58, so hey, the yeah. know, audience knows. You, you look no older than 40, my friend. <laughs> right, we can lie to each other at this point. <laughs> Love but, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the voyage of 30-somewhat years of being in the industry uh, has taught me that being technical is so important. All right? let's, let's not kid ourselves. Okay. You need to be good at what you do. Yeah. But being nice while you do it, is, is a key element to being happy in life. 
I'm going to take those words to uh, uh, to the next level for this year. So, Nick, wonderful. So, Nick, uh, I have a few more questions before we wrap up this interview. This is a wonderful interview, folks. I hope you're really enjoying this because Nick is really, really rocking and rolling here. And uh, he's bringing some inspiration, his, his stories, and I hope it's uh, resonating with many of you out there who are listening throughout the whole globe. But, um, Nick, uh, I, um, I noticed you have a, a new inscription on your left arm it's called a tattoo okay you got some ink there tattoo yeah and it's written in italian i know what it means and you have some interesting numbers there and i want to just maybe give some input also but i wanted you to share what else it's uh say it in italian first and then translate that into english and give us why you have that right there that's pretty new i haven't seen you with that so. yeah well as you know i'm not a tattoo guy no but that's a pretty uh yeah i'm not a tattoo guy not that i don't like tattoos or don't believe in them just, you know, our generation grew up a little it's bit. It's acceptable now with yeah. that too. By the way, folks, we'll so. have uh, we'll have some snapshots on our uh, <laughs> podcast show so you're able to see the actual tattoo on our website, on uh, www.xfactors2success.com, and on the podcast show. Anyway, Nick, continue on, please. The tattoo is Costruisci e non distruggere. Translation? Build and do not destroy. Mm, so, can you elaborate, please? Um, this is a, a very difficult thing for me to speak about, Roger, because it, it concerns the passing of my father. And uh, as you know, you yourself uh, share the, the, the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we grew up with, with fathers that were, uh, how should I say it? Um, they had a strength in believing on how to guide their children. And, and their strength and their way to maneuver around our lives was such that perhaps by today's standards may not seem the way to do things. We have created a generation of people that uh, you can't tell them they're doing wrong. You can't say anything for fear we're going to hurt them. They're going to cry. <laughs> they're going to get hurt. Uh, folks, wake up. <laughs> our parents weren't afraid to give us a good kick in the rear and... Uh, my father knew that well uh, uh, in a way that he grew up, and he taught me that. He taught me not to be afraid, but at the same time, he taught me that screwing up was for real. And build and don't destroy was his message to me one week before his death. And uh, he, was, uh, he was on a stretcher. He was going in for, uh, I, I guess, an MRI, and he wasn't talking much at that time. Uh, my dad was almost 80 years old, I believe. And... Uh, what he was essentially giving me uh, was his last words by saying to me, don't screw up. Continue to build. As you build, don't make mistakes. Don't make mistakes against your family. Don't make mistakes against your business. Don't make uh, mistakes against yourself, most of all. This takes us back to the first question when you said (laughs) what motivates you. That's right. We have we have a duty, folks. And we have a responsibility, correct? Yeah, we're alive, man. And you know what? Don't screw up. Wow. Nick, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to share that on the uh, show notes here on the podcast thank here you. so those who could look it up. Thank and uh, you see that I also have uh, some images on the, on the website. So, Nick, thank you for sharing. I know it's very emotional. That So every time you look at that, uh, it takes you back to a uh, moment in time. So, wow, that's powerful. So, um we are embarking now, Nick, in 2018. As you know, uh, this podcast show is very new, um, uh, and it's a pleasure to have you here. So 
Can you share with us some specific goals for 2018? And uh, what can the audience take away from that so they can share from your well, story? I, I think that every day, uh, excuse me, every year we come to this time and, and we say, well, what, you know, what am I going to hold myself uh, to, to, to the irons and to the fire? Yeah. We have the, to be accountable, right? Year, right? Yeah, be accountable. So I, I made a promise to myself, uh, something that I think I, I want to keep, I'm going to try to keep. Right. Uh, you know, it's not a, a diet or anything like that. Uh, I don't think those, <laughs> don't, they, they never worked for me. But, it's part of the fitness yeah. goals that I was, okay? Uh, but certainly for me, I, I uh, this, this is the year that I would like to publish uh, a book and a song, which I have written. Not the, not the for, I, you know, Roger, I love to write. I know that. Can you share with us, before you go to the book, I know that you have, uh, I have listened to it, and I know that when you played around with it about a year and a half ago, it's a song, you came out of Jingle, I know sticks and stones, something yeah, like that. Well, Why, what's the purpose for that the, song? The purpose for that song was uh, to to give a message to young children. I I, got, I wrote that for my daughter because I realized that I was giving her the message which was uh, outdated for her generation. As kids, we were brought up with the idea that sticks and stones will break your bones, but names will never harm you. And when I said that to my uh, young daughter, who's now 14, uh-huh. she said to me, uh, Nicole said, uh, you know, Dad, uh, words do hurt, and uh, they don't heal as fast as bones. Mm. And it made me think, and uh, you know, this this was a personal situation to her uh, of having a boy, you know, use words that uh, hurt her. And it made me realize and think, wow, she's right. Sticks and stones may break bones, but uh, words do harm. We've learned that now. Right. Yeah, especially in the uh, bullying age right now, people, uh, kids are in, is, is right now bullying and they become depressed. They go out there and unfortunately take their lives also as well by yeah, that feeling that welcome in the group or peer pressure and so on, Nick, right? Yeah, so I, I, I learned from her and this prompted me to write the, a song, which hmm. is actually a duet between a, a father and a daughter talking about, uh, you know, uh, bullying in a different way and uh, to, to, to try to send the message out. Not, you know, what. Uh, I don't. I don't think necessarily we write things with the hope that we're going to record and become stars. That is not my plan. Okay. I simply wrote this because it's part of my journey. It's part of my motivation. I love it. And it's part of something that needed to be done for me. And the audience was was my young child. If I'm able to in 2018 somehow to get this message out to fathers and mothers and children and say, listen to this song because it speaks to you and it speaks volume of, uh, of what's in your heart regarding uh, feeling bad about something. You know, and that's why I wrote Sticks and Stones. So, Nick, will that be available on the link? Uh, you have it anywhere out there? Yes, I, 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 I will. As a matter of fact, uh, I did record the song. Okay. I, I recorded the song uh, sometime uh, uh, last year uh, with a young lady. Um, and uh, we, uh, we, 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 uh, we, Jackie was her name. I'm okay. trying to recall her name. And uh, we did the song, and she, she sings the daughter part, and I sing the daddy part. And uh, yeah, I'll give you another. I've, I've, I've listened Very to Very simple stuff, man. It's not. That. So, Nick, uh, uh, will there be an opportunity to link somehow, have it on your website, or on your uh, thing? I, I, it's not anywhere. Maybe. Okay. It's not anywhere. Maybe they'd be part of your book. Yeah, maybe. Ah. Maybe. <laughs> Can you talk about your book, book that you're working on? And it's top secret now, you know folks. What, you know what? <laughs> I have been... The most important thing I've been working on is writing a journal. I know you write... 
to my daughter. That's right. Yeah. Uh, for when she was born. And Since, I, yeah, November 13, 2002 was my first letter. Her mom was pregnant. And uh-huh. so I have not stopped. And just the other day, I did letter number 276. Super. Wow. It's just a... Uh, a a uh, journey on on I guess you can say paper because I'm old. We say paper. Well, it's in a computer <laughs> anyway. Right. And it's a story about our lives and her lives. Um, so I've been writing a long time. I uh, I, I do have uh, two projects. Uh, I guess uh, you know sitting on the stove bubbling, but particularly a book that I'm trying to write now is uh, a, a book called There Is No Santa Claus. Interesting. Yeah, you want to ask me about that? Yeah, no Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I believe in Santa Claus, Nick. Uh, yeah, me too. My my old boy still believes in Santa Claus. Yeah, well, believes. the truth is, the book is, there is no Santa Claus, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. The book is about a little girl who actually is on the cusp of not believing. But oh. She wants to believe. Okay. And the day after Christmas, she's visited Santa Claus. I love it. And he takes her on a journey. He takes her on a journey to learn about St. Nick and how Santa Claus got started. Henceforth your name? Yeah. So um, (laughs) it's not a book about not believing in Santa Claus. It is a book about believing in Santa Claus and the love that he spreads every year. You notice what I'm wearing in my hat, right? Right Yeah. Love. Love, period. Yeah, Yeah, love, period. Love, period. You know, this hat here, just to give you folks, you can't see this, but on the, on the show notes, I'll, I'll put it up there. Uh, Love Period was uh, a brand that uh, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer out there had, uh, had uh, wearing before he passed away. He was wearing the shirts. I attended his uh, seminars. And I've been loving this hat because I know the producer of the of the brand, and he came to one of my seminars, and he shared with it, and uh, I'm wearing it ever since. I love it because it reminds people when they read it, Love Period, really? Love? Nick, this, this is the love that you have. You have love of family, love of passion, what you're doing, love to make a difference in the world. And the Santa Claus story sounds very intriguing and very interesting. So looking forward for us to, to hear about it, to see about it, and, and uh, really uh, have the world to really enjoy it, Nick. You know, okay. thanks, Ron. Nick. Uh, we're going to close up a couple of questions here. I know that uh, those of you out there, I hope you're enjoying this because I'm really having a wonderful time with Nick here. And again, besides being a friend, but also. Uh, He's a human being out there and really showing passion and uh, inspiration. Uh, Nick, if you were conducting this interview, what one question would you ask yourself? Wow, you know, Roger, <laughs> I had to think about that. I know it's not an easy question. Okay. Um, why now and not before? Why now and not before? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? By the way, we have a little pooch right next what? to us as well. Here, Did you hear the dog yeah. snoring? <laughs> He's snoring. It's okay. It's, it's reality. It's all good. It's all great. It's little Susie there. Susie. I, don't th- I don't think she really cares. No, it's okay. Why it's... now and not before? Yeah, why now? Because we find ourselves in a position in our lives and we find that the years have come to pass and, and we're older. And we say, man, I should have done this. I should have this. I should have. I should have is not a good uh, sentence that should be in our uh, in the book of our lives. Why now? For me, is because now is the time. I collected a lifetime of experience. And before, I was not ready to receive the vision and the fortitude and the belief, the belief, you talk mm-hmm. about that, to believe and to map out and to execute and to reconstruct so now 
is the time for me. You know, there's a um, a proverb by uh, Confucius or Latsu. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. <laughs> That's a very that. profound 2,500-year uh, pro- proverb by Latsu or Confucius. I was getting confused, but uh, that's the uh, that's the wisdom that you're sharing right now, Nick. Awesome. I love that, much. You know, awesome. So, Nick, I know that uh, the, this book is going to be inspiring for all of us to listen to. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, we're looking forward to listening to this uh, this tune, this jingle, this song that you put together for the world to listen to, and. Um, I love to have it on my on my show. Link up to my show as well. So, Nick, uh, as we conclude this this interview, well, um, what do you see yourself in the next couple of years? I would say, what would you say the next couple of years? And this, uh, you're in the uh, artistic director for the U.S. in this hair fashion. You're a musician. Musician. You're an inspiration. You're you, you sing at the churches. That I know that just past the Christmas you spent uh, time being on the altar there and singing your heart out to a to a whole congregation. That really people applauded you and and, and loved you and you brought a lot of a uh, uh, lot of tears in many eyes. What's 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 next? What's next for Nick? What do you what's your legacy that you're gonna leave behind? Well, first of all, I need to solidify. Please. I need to harden the the foundation of this belief so that it stands and so that I keep moving forward and it has a, 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 a strength. You know, no building stands upright unless it's built on a strong foundation. Amen. Wow. So, Powerful. So to me, I want uh, this, this goal, these, these uh, hopes to continue to build to continue to move forward in a positive direction to touch other people's lives. Most of all, I want to continue in three years from now to have the validity of those that are following me. My hairdressers in the salon, my staff, uh, which I hope uh, to some degree believes in my foundation, um, to continue to build people as I continue to hold myself upright uh, in a position of strength. and so three years from now, G-Man. Yeah, Roger, G-Man, Ruggiero, all hope, these names are coming I, up. <laughs> I hope to be standing here and saying to you, look what you've done and look what I kept doing. Thank you. And, you know, uh, I'm working on the, uh, a big uh, conference in a very near future, and uh, we might just have you on stage for a 15, 20-minute uh, little keynote speaking Thank also you. in the future. So, Nick, uh, so without further ado, Nick, um, I'm going to ask you these last couple of questions. I'm going to wrap this up here. Everything is erased. All what Nick has done, all what Nick has written, all what Nick has produced and written about, whatnot. You have three things that you want to leave behind on a piece of paper for the world to hear, listen, to acknowledge. What would be three things that you want to leave behind? All your things that your music and whatnot, all gone. But what are three things that you want to leave behind? What words, phrases, or whatever you want. What would you what would you inspire my audience today that was listening to uh, you leave behind Nick? Okay, all right. You you threw this one at me. I, I did because yeah. that's usually my uh, my strategy. One, believe. One belief. Two, faith. Faith. Three, love. Believe, faith, and love. Those are three key foundations of success for me. Without those, uh, I don't believe that there is nothing to move forward to, with, or to achieve. You need to believe. You need to believe in yourself. You need to believe that 
things are, can become a reality. And you know what, Roger? I, I want to be realistic about that. Yeah, you are. We ahead. run into people that are non-believers and they hold us back. So you need to learn who they are and quickly uh, disattach. You know what? Uh, Les forward. Brown, OPP, only yeah. positive people, yeah. toxic people. You know what Jim Rohan says all the time? And he's one of my mentors, uh, Nick. Uh, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. So you have to believe. So if you have toxic individuals who put negativity, guess what? Spend less time with them, bring in more people who are positive, and really enlighten you. Because people we encounter, they might be in a different journey. They need help. They need love. They need to be believed. They have to have faith. They have to have all three things that you're sharing, Nick. Yeah, so. and I, you know what? My wife faults me for this all the time. She thinks I want to help the world. To some degree, I do want to help the world. That is why belief part of one of the key elements. I, I mm-hmm. do want to um, believe that most people can. I think that most people can, but don't achieve simply because they don't have no belief. Having belief uh, helps you to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. And and having faith. Uh, I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. You call God whatever you want to call God. Universal spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm a man of faith. You asked me about the numbers on my arm. Yes, before. those... Now, the numbers there are very. Yeah. Um, so, as a uh, as a Christian, as a Catholic boy, uh, the numbers don't necessarily add up to you know what uh, uh, Father Pino or Father Napolitano taught us. <laughs> Father Nappy from the neighborhood, a lady of Moncombe. Uh, uh, the numbers on my arm are uh, eleven, eleven. They're and I know what that means. Can you share to my audience what 11, that means? 11 and 11 are angelic numbers if you want to believe in angels. I believe in angels. I believe that angels are not necessarily entities with wings. I believe that angels come to us uh, as uh, people that were in our previous lives. They could be uh, uh, loved ones that have gone on. I believe that angels are voices that are brought to us uh, through God to to guide us and to stop us sometimes from jump, jumping over the precipice, mm-hmm. you know, and to say stop. Yeah, this is not where you need to be. Don't jump, you know. And so those angels are there to guide us. And eleven eleven is a number which I see often. Uh, this entire week, I'm I'm not kidding you. As my wife is sitting here, uh, she can tell you I've saw eleven eleven almost every day. It may not have been always eleven eleven. It was one eleven. Uh, you know the combination of ones. Your your audience, if they're curious, <laughs> just tell them to look up for eleven eleven. And, and there are many of so, my audience members out there who actually follow follow the. Uh, so I put eleven eleven on my arm, and um, my sister called me and said, "Hey, I see this eleven eleven all the time." And I, I said, "Yeah, me too." She says, uh, "I want to." put a tattoo of it on my arm. You want to go with me? I'm like, you know, this girl doesn't get tattoos and she wants to uh, suffer the uh, pleasures of tattoos. Uh, I said, okay. So we did that. It's very nicely done though. It's very nice. And uh, and, uh, Nick, I have to agree with you. Uh, I know 11-11 comes up to me too as well. When you are of mindful, when you're mindful and you're aware, see awareness and mindfulness are key. You're able to see things that you normally don't see because they're filtered by other stuff that goes on. Yeah. Four four fours, five five fives, three threes, three threes, and I know my last name is Fratarcangeli. Brothers are the archangels, right. 
and those of us who you know very are, good <laughs> so awesome uh, what, what a coincidence here so Nick Nick I have to say uh, it's been a long great great time I mean you, you share more time than I usually do but uh, I totally love your sincerity your love your passion your belief your faith uh, I love the fact that uh, the five elements that you share with us earlier belief mapping execution restructuring and reward I'm going to take that and I'm going to dwell on that this week here. And I hope the audience out there can really uh, associate with that. So, Nick, your journey is just a nice story, great story. I, I wish you a great, great continued uh, success for 2018. I want to have you on the show again because we want to hear the book, we want to hear the song, we want to hear lots of great other things also in the future. Of course, the world needs us. Well, it needs you and needs no, more. Us, us is more. Well, I know. Thing. I'm just an instrument here on my podcast show. So am I. Yeah, and we're bringing in these guests like, like yeah. yourself to really uh, – um, disseminate the seeds of uh, of experiences because we always think, well, he's successful, he's he's cheap either, but you know what? We don't see why and how you got there. And these are all the little stories and the little mappings that you said you associate with. It's so wonderful. You have greatness in you. You have a wonderful, wonderful uh, passion and love to give to the world. And you know what? Don't stop right there, Nick. So uh, keep your family tight. Keep your beautiful daughter, your wife, and your family and friends together. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we leave, I want to ask Nick one other question. If he has a question that uh, he wants to share, what's one word? What's, what's one word or phrase you want to leave the audience before we say goodbye? I want to leave you with what's on my arm. Build and don't destroy. Awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the the G Man here from X Factors to Success, your radio host podcast show. And today we had a Nick Trombetta. I mean, this guy here just shared some wonderful, awesome stories and journeys and great little attributes here. So, we could hopefully take a, and inspire us. And uh, I'm going to ask Nick right now if uh, where can we reach Nick? Uh, what uh, what's what, what website? What uh, social media? Give us uh, give us a little something there, Nick. Well, you can always reach me through uh, the salon. It's salonmafe.com or you can reach us at the hair salon you want me to give you a phone number i don't have okay a well i'll put it on the show notes yeah. also as well i'll yeah, put you, all the you, links in there yeah so you you know I'm, I'm reachable you find me all over the internet so okay we're there so it's it's not like you 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 interview just <laughs> no, words no. here i i am at that so i'm easy because they want to see maybe your work also and all the little things you do i know you do wonderful video vlogs out there and you're a yeah. character out there well so. yeah we, we enjoy laughing and I, I my wife and i have a good sense of humor together that's part of our that's part of our structure that's what makes us go oh, i love it i love it so ladies and gentlemen those out there this is the g-man here i hope you had a wonderful time with nick trembetta i'll leave all the show notes uh, at the uh, at the podcast show here so once again a outstanding show and uh, until next week we have another special guest star this is a surprise uh, i won't let the, the cat out of the hat as they say so for 2018, and those of you who are listening, first-time listeners, five X factors to success. Faith, family and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. Look at our show notes. Go to www.xfactors2success.com. You'll see all the great services out there. We have the podcast shows and, and so on. So drop me a line. Share this on your Facebook page. Share this on your social media and all of the above. We want to hear also some feedback, even good stuff, that whatever. And any suggestions you have out there, bring it on. We'll get them on the show and uh, we want to share to the world all the wisdoms of the X Factors to success. So, without further ado, once again, thank you very much and have a great day. And as I always say, the G-Man, live with purpose, passion, and make a difference every day. Ciao. Ciao.